Love Talk Radio. Buzzworthy Radio is on. on. The entertainment show that gets you up close and personal with today's hottest stars. Here's your host, Navelle J. Lee. Hey guys, welcome into a new Buzzcast here at Buzzworthy Radio. We haven't done a live show in a long time and, you know, why not have one to celebrate Probably one of my favorite actresses in daytime television right now. As many of you know, Melody Thomas Scott has played the role of Nikki Reed Newman on CBS Daytime's The Young and the Restless for 35 years. She celebrates her 35th anniversary as first airing as Nikki on February 27th of this year. And she will be live tweeting. I just found this out tonight, actually. Uh, Team MTS was actually the one's who put out the tweet, and that's who I first saw it. So thank you guys for bringing that to my attention. Then she will be live tweeting on that day during The Young and the Restless to celebrate 35 years at the show. Can you believe that she has been playing this role for, for that long of a time? And to celebrate that milestone is absolutely fantastic. What I want to right now tell you guys about this show, this is, this is a tribute show to her. Uh, for the next 30 minutes. This is this is a love fest from Melody Thomas Scott, as well as some of our favorite moments of Nikki on, on Y&R. And I know a lot of people were kind of confused about the show tonight. So I want to also put out there exactly what this show is going to entail. Now, a lot of people were under the assumption that we were going to have Melody on the show this evening. We are not. This is actually just a show about her for her. We're actually going to have Melody on our show at a later date. I will keep you posted when that actually is going to come. So she will be back here at The Buzz. It's just not this episode. So this is just all sharing things about Nikki and Melody Thomas Scott, your favorite moments about what Nikki Reed has done on The Young and the Restless. We get to relive some of our favorite moments. And believe me, when I tell you, I could probably sit here for a good solid two hours and talk about nothing but Nikki Reed Newman. So I, I, I don't want to waste up anybody's time about that, but I definitely could do it. And trust me, I just might. So <laughs> there is that. But so if you want to call in and share some of your mom- favorite moments of, of Melody as Nikki, you can give us a call here at our line at 646-595-4228, press 1. To get you on the, into the call queue, and uh, we will definitely take your call right here on the air. I have not done a chat, a live chat during one of our shows in a long time either. So if you want me to open the chat room, I will. But you will probably most likely be better off sending me a tweet at Buzzworthy Radio, where I'll be able to read some of your tweets as well. So a lot of you may not know that. Melody was not the first actress to play the role of Nikki. Prior to her joining the show in 1979, the role of Nikki was actually played by an an actress by the name of Erica Hope. I believe she played that for at least a year, if not less than a year. She was on in uh, 1978 to 1979. And here is actually, instead of me telling you exactly how the switch came about, I actually got a little clip from you for you, not from you, for you, from an interview that I did with Melody when she first came onto the show uh, two years ago. And she actually 
filled us in on exactly how she came onto the show as Nikki and took over the role of the character. Let's take a listen. Ironically yes. enough, you weren't the first person to play that part. No, I was not. Um, and I never met the original Nikki, um, but it, apparently it had to be done. She needed to be replaced, not good reports. Hmm. And um, it got to a point where Roberta, who played Casey, yes. said, if I come to work on Monday and this girl is here, I'm leaving. So that's how I kind of got called into it. And okay. I I wanted to do this sitcom pilot that I had just gotten that week on NBC. Mm-hmm. And my agent said, oh, no, do Young and Restless. I said, oh, I don't know. I really want to do comedy. I don't think I want to. So mm-hmm. and for an actor to be so lucky to have such a problem to decide well, which job will I take. Right. Um, I really had no interest in, in the YNR thing at all and clung to hope that the, the pilot would sell on NBC. Of course, it didn't. I don't even remember the name of it. But mm-hmm. um, it was the right decision. It definitely was the right decision. Can you imagine if Melody was not on the show as Nikki, I, 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 you don't want to think about that now, but you know when you when you listen back to that clip, especially when I did when I edited it and put it into into the into the show into the audio files to to play for you. Even I was sitting here going like, I wonder if we could go back in time. I don't even want to think about that, but if we could, can you imagine if we did not have her here on the show? We could not probably relive anything that she has done as Nikki, and who and you know nobody even remembers Erica Hope. Even I, when I found out that she was not the first to play the character, even I was like, who? So she wasn't that memorable, Erica, and I'm glad they found Melody, they brought her into this role, and she definitely set it apart from the rest. Nikki was, and still is, the best thing about Y&R that... I've seen in a long time. And I have so many favorite characters on that show, but Melody as Nikki has been my all-time favorite for many, many years. I started watching the show in 1991. I really started getting into uh, soaps probably about a year prior to that, maybe like late 1989. And and this is coming from a four-year-old kid. And I never really watched anything like I would see like bits and pieces of a show and the, the the main things that I would always see is like the opening credits of a show so I never really watched an episode of a soap until probably around 1991 uh, for for the young and restless I, I, I watched other soaps prior to that but YNR really got into around that time frame and it, it really stuck me in with a lot of the storylines that were going on at the time uh, Lauren and Sheila was at the prime during the time I started to watch. But it was one of those things where I love that story. I wanted to know so much about what was going on with Nikki and Victor and, and Jack Abbott. And it's so funny because as much as the fact that when I, when I started watching it, Jack and Nikki were married, and this was around the time when Nikki was uh, an alcoholic. She was drinking. She was drinking so much vodka. It was not even funny. I, I swear, Nikki was dousing that stuff like it was nothing but water. And even though they were married, I knew so much about the Victor and Nikki history that it, it even scared me. I, I had. I had no idea how much of Victor and Nikki backstory I knew about. I didn't really get to see it live initially you know you you're listening to your mom and your sister mainly my sister because she was always watching 
the Young and the Restless at home while I was at school when I was in kindergarten and first grade. And you're listening to her, you know, telling me about what happened during the day. And she was, and I'm, tr- I'm always visualizing it. I'm always visualizing like what happened in Genoa City, especially when it gets to the, to the Newmans and everybody else, you know, at the Newman Ranch. And I, I was so floored by what I was able to see on, on my days off from school when I got to watch. I was so into it. I was just so enamored in all of these characters and just, just watching Nikki as a, a lush was so entertaining for me. Uh, there was a scene that was actually memorable for me when I first saw her, basically, with the bottle. And she had an argument with Victoria. And it was an argument which led to her basically tripping over the glass on the floor in the Newman Ranch living room. She tripped over the glass and she fell down on her back. And I just remember watching that scene and you probably maybe heard, heard me screaming across the country because I was just screaming that she just basically just like fell right there. And I was just like, oh, my God, my Nikki is this is absolutely crazy. But that was probably one of my first ever solid memories of Nikki on the show. And, you know, as I got older, I wanted to learn more about this character. For one thing, I still have not learned Nikki's last name. Well, I shouldn't say last name. I don't know all of her names yet. I have not I have not done that yet and I tried to the last time I talked to her to figure out what was her whole name. I still to this day do not know what that is. So <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm going to the next time I have Melody on, I'm going to learn her whole name. I'm going to learn her whole name. <laughs> I'll figure that out. But Man, it's just watching her as a stripper. You know, you never really... You find that out and you're going, like, Nikki was a stripper back in the day. And then they showed you these old clips and during one of these shows where she was a stripper. And I was like, wow, she was a stripper. Uh, interesting. And, and this is pretty much how she came into Victor Newman's orbit. And it, it was, you know, that that was a love story that had to, that had to start. And it, Victor and Nikki... I love the Victor and Nikki. I still to this day love Victor and Nikki, even though I think Victor treats Nikki like crap. But I can't help but always want to see those two together. Is that is that masochism of me to feel that way? I, I, I don't know, because I always... I never really wanted to see Nikki with anybody else. And they, they tried it. They tried it with numerous relationships with with Jack and Paul, and and other than David Chow, which I really don't want to talk about, uh, so we will we will put him in the land of uh, that it never happened. And they did. They tried her with numerous men, but every time she would always go back to Victor. And I've always wanted her to go back to Victor, so I never really wanted to see her with anybody else. And it's just it's just something that they can never escape from one another. They they've tried. They've tried, and they've always seemed to magically magically go back together. I will honestly say that when Nikki was shot in 1998, during that whole storyline with the Veronica, Josh Landers storyline, and this was around the time when Victor was married to Diane, and that happened, I actually came home. I had a half day from school, came home, and I saw that, 
Jack was in the Newman Ranch. He called an ambulance and, and they basically were like saying that Nikki was shot. I was like, Nikki was shot? What? What happened? And this is coming from me not reading spoilers. I, I had the magazines, but I still never read those spoilers. I didn't want to read them. I, I, I just never was appealed to spoilers at that point. But finding out that she was shot, it, it was just it's like a knife just like went through my heart. <laughs> a knife went through my heart when she was shot and, and she basically had to be in that hospital for so many weeks and I was just so ecstatic when Victor married her on her deathbed it, it, it was the most romantic thing you've ever seen but I was I was that guy that was so happy that they got back together and I really did not want him to basically do that for show that they stayed together so it was a uh, it was a nice it was a nice moment that that she had and, and there were some great scenes that Melody got to play even following that when the confrontation happened with uh, Veronica uh, in in the stables uh, those were some incredibly fantastic scenes and it, speaking of which Melody had posted on Twitter a few weeks ago asking fans in help in um, figuring out what were some of the craziest scenes and events that Nikki has been a part of and it's so hard to pinpoint a lot of them especially I'm sitting here going like well god now I have to think about it I have to think about what these moments were and of course the most popular one had to be when the whole Victor sperm thing was going on I'm thinking Really? You're going around town carrying victims, Victor's sperm in your purse? Really? Why? Come on. Why? I know all of you want a piece of him, but come on. You didn't need to carry his sperm in your purse going around town with it. It's just... that That's... Ew. No, but it was... It was fun to watch all these women just basically, like, drool over that man and his sperm. I, I just thought it was absolutely comical. And... The fight scene in Jabot between Nikki and and Diane was so incredibly done. It was the the stunt doubles that were done in it. They were very very good, but it was very, I mean, it was very intense. And I I just loved what they were able to do with it. And the, I I think that probably was like the, the number one response of Nikki's most outlandish moment was that that storyline, especially that fight. Uh, I think another one that came in uh, in in that realm in tops. I think this was one that uh, David fought had actually put out there was the scene in the athletic club between Nikki and Sharon, when she basically called her a slut and a whore. I, 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 I and of course I don't have the exact quote in front of me anymore, but it was Nikki when she was drunk and basically her and Sharon got into it yet again and she dropped the whole thing about how that Sharon, she always knew that Sharon was a gold digger and called her a slut and I, I just thought that was that was just great stuff for Melody to play off of. She had she had to have a lot of fun playing a lush. And it, it it's no surprise to me that a lot of people want to see her playing that type of character. So you know, if they want to ever revisit her playing a lush, I would be all for it. I would all be for her being an alcoholic. And with Ian Ward being in town and what he's about to do with Summer, I would not be surprised if she heads back to that bottle. So let's just say that 
CBS Daytime, your casting of Ray Wise as Ian Ward was by far perfection. He plays that part beautifully. It's just absolutely amazing what he's been able to do with this character so far. And he's only been on for like a few weeks. I don't think it's even been a full month yet. And it's just so it's just so crazy. It's just so wonderful to see how he's able to play off of this maniacal character. And, you know, he, he's not new to this type of characteristic. If anything, we mainly really see him as the villain type of role and you look at Twin Peaks and it's just amazing how he's been able to play off of that with not just Melody, but as well as some others on the show, Jessica Collins and, and Hunter and Hunter King. And, and it's just, it's great to see Melody play on all cylinders with this type of storyline. And I love the fact that they're using Summer as a catalyst now in this storyline because now it's just like the granddaughter is sort of following in Nikki's footsteps. If you think about it, I mean, wasn't Nikki also on pills too? If I'm not mistaken, wasn't she also popping pills? She was a pill addict? I I think so. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But, you know, Summer has the pills and then uh, now all of a sudden she's trying to find her path and Sort of, sort of like how Nikki was too back in the days when she was in the cult, and it, it's so nice to see that this is now going to start following that, and it's going to evolve her, her being Nikki, and as well as Summer's family in the biggest way possible, and that's just going to be so entertaining to watch. I have, I am so excited for the storyline that's going to be coming up for that. So. I I would suggest definitely making sure you keep tuning in for that because that that's the the most interesting thing that's going down in Genoa City right now and I, I am totally in love with it totally in love with it maybe it's my bias kicking in but I can't really deny that <laughs> gosh uh, what else did I you know now it's just like I'm crawling into my memory banks and and just trying to think of the best things that Nikki has done. I mean, look, I, luckily enough, was able to see Victor and Nikki's first wedding, first wedding in 1984. And, you know, there was a lot of people that had a lot of uh, tape trades at the time. You know, this is when VCRs were still the hot commodity before the DVDs came into, into light. So, you know, I'm going old school with the VCRs, but, you know, there was a lot of tape trades going around, and one of which was they had an episode of of Why Not from 1984, which was uh, Victor and Nikki's Wedding, which, by the way, wouldn't that, didn't that air Valentine's Day in 84, if I'm not mistaken? Wasn't that a Valentine's Day wedding? Valentine's Day is this Friday, so you are aware. But if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that a Valentine's Day wedding? Help me out here. I'm not too sure, but I thought it was. So ironic that <laughs> ironic that I'm thinking of that now while I'm saying that and it's it's this is so crazy how I just brought that up and it just completely just slipped my mind that I think that was a Valentine's Day wedding and I I just love the fact of being able to see that you know everybody talked about that first wedding and you know watching Eve Howard still trying to come in and do some horrible things to that woman, doing some horrible things to my Nikki. She wanted to kill her. She wanted to do all this. Eve Howard was crazy, wasn't she? She was crazy. 
you know, Victor had to fake his death just so, you know, that Eve could get caught just because of how crazy she was. I mean, that was just, that was just trippy, but it was so beautiful. I miss the colonnade room now that I'm bringing that up. It, it was just, it was just so beautiful to be able to see this in its entirety uncut. And, you know, it, it was a long time coming for a lot of Victor and Nikki fans. They wanted to see them get together. They wanted to finally see them married and, and have a life and they, they finally were able to accomplish that. Uh, for those of you who are wanting to call in, I actually had somebody on Twitter that wanted to call in. Uh, you do not have to press any other buttons other than the one. And you, if you're calling from out of the country, I think somebody said they were trying to call from Canada. You do need to dial the one six four six five nine five four two two eight. And then once it comes on, it'll say, welcome to Blog Talk Radio, please uh, press 1 if you want to speak to the host. If you don't want to do it that way and you have Skype, actually, if you have Skype, you can do the the click-to-call function to dial in from Skype. Uh, There is a way for uh, Phantoms to do that if you have a Blog Talk Radio account. So you're able to do that as well. But yes, if you are... If you are dialing in from out of the country, yes, you would have to dial the one in front and then dial the number. So there, there is that. I know that uh, I forgot to mention that, uh, and thank you uh, for bringing that to my attention. But, yeah, if you wanted to do that, that's how you would have to do it. But the other thing that I wanted to bring to the table uh, as, far, as far as Nikki's crazy moments uh, let's see. It was the the storyline in 1987. Storyline in 1987 when she thought she was dying. She learned from her sister she wasn't dying. She then sees Victor and Ashley out by the stables while she's riding her horse. So, of course, she continues to let them believe that she was going to die just so she can keep her man. <laughs> well... Look, Nikki, I don't blame you. you. You definitely wanted to make sure that your man was not messing around with another woman. Why not? Why not? Go ahead. Go ahead, girl. Fake your death for him. <laughs> Fake your death for him. But, you know, it, it, it's just there's probably no length that Nikki wouldn't go to in order to keep a man or to make sure that she has her way. She has her way. But let's let's let me take a breather here and see what this caller has to say to me. Seven zero five. Hi, how are you? Hi, Navelle. It's uh Cleopatra forty. Hi, um, Pam, how my are name you? Is Pam. Good, you? I'm good. Good. I'm glad to see that you actually were able to make it in. I know you had a little yeah, bit of trouble. I, there. I was... Sorry, um, yeah, I wasn't sure I was doing it right because this is my first time calling into any uh, podcast or anything, but I'm glad to be here. Thank you for taking my call. Of course, and, uh, you know, you, if if anybody is a bigger fan of MTS than me, it'd probably be you. So I had to extend the invitation for you to call in, so... Well, thank you very much. Um, I can think of a few other ladies who are just as big a fan, but thank you. Um, <laughs> I would like to say. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I would like to say 
thank you for uh, doing this show. And uh, as far as Mel goes, nobody better in daytime. I think we both agree on that. Um, I wish her all the best. Uh, nobody I'd, I'd rather be watching. I've been watching 22 years. Um, I'm from Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. Okay. So that's hence the 705 area code. Um, and uh, just she, she's amazing. Uh, I look forward to watching for many more years to come. Um, I've been watching since September of 92. So... I got a year beat on you, but yeah, <laughs> I got a year beat on you. But what about Melody and Nikki? Do you love like like even personally, rather than even leaving the professional part out of it, of what we see on the screen, off the screen, you know, what is it about Melody that we love so much? I, I of course have my reasons, but what are your reasons as to why she well, is the best of the best? <laughs> How much time did I um, did I stop you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, well, personally, you don't find many more or many other people who are more down to earth than she is. You know, you you find a lot of um, people who uh, have either chips on their shoulder or uh, their egos are just unbelievable. And uh, Mel isn't like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's she keeps it real. Let me tell you. I, 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 she, hey, yeah. She keeps she keeps it real. You see it on Twitter. I know many of them seen it on Twitter. She keeps it real, and that's probably one of the things I love about her is that she yeah. she keeps it real. Uh, I love her interaction with the fans. She she definitely makes sure she does keep in touch with the fans a lot when she's on Twitter, when she's able to, you know, now that now that she's got a nice big story going on, she's keeping herself busy, which I'm very happy with. Keep her working, Y&R. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Keep yeah, both time. I don't think we <laughs> want another uh, 2011. I don't think oh, we want Oh, on man, we there. didn't even touch that one yet. We didn't even touch that yet about that. <laughs> I mean, for those that remember or maybe they were not even around but 2011 was like the the year of the holocaust in in my opinion because let me tell you when oh, yeah. when the when the word dropped that melody was let go from y&r oh my god crazy crazy backlash as expected i was one of those people i was in line i was like oh hell no <laughs> yeah, you better you believe let, it. Not on our watch. There's like, no way go, that's happening again. You let go of somebody who's been on this show for 31, going on 32 years, as mm-hmm. a character that's been a driving force on the show since 1979 and hasn't stopped since. You let this person go? Seriously? Yeah. Come on. You, you, and then, um, and then of course you're like you're using the argument that actors come and go. I'm like, not those that have been around for thirty some odd years. You don't get rid no. of popularity like that. Come on. No, not unless you're you're uh, dead weight from the neck up. <laughs> like that that yeah. was that was the dumbest move I had seen since all my children and. One Life to Live were canceled. 
Oh, God, that was just I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking, how are you guys, like, who came up with this? You know? That, that was heartbreaking. Those two shows, that still breaks my heart every time I bring that up. Uh, they, <laughs> I wish they were still here, to be honest with you. But they yeah. fought... They fought hard for Melody to be back on that show. There were a lot of petitions, a lot of campaigns for her, and they really went above and beyond to get her back on the show. And I was one of them. I, I think I even did a show about that. I think, yes, you did. I think yes, I did. Yes, you did, because I remember listening to it. And uh, <laughs> I, I, was, I was a hot-ass mess on the air, because I was just like, dude, seriously, you're getting rid of my melody, you really want me to stop watching? <laughs> yeah. You want me to, yeah, you want me to leave? I was right behind you on that. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get over that. I, I, was just, I was just dumbfounded, but, you know, they, they were able to get her back, and once they brought her back in, they didn't even bring her back in slowly. She was right back in the scene. She was right back in it. Because, if you know, as soon as she came back, she was right back on the bottle, and then there she was in this in this storyline with the Who Killed Diane. So it, it was it was it was nice to have her back, but please don't ever ever try to get rid of her again. I'm just saying. Don't ever try to get rid of her. <laughs> no. I'm allowed I'm allowed you to will say have, that. You will have an encore you will not forget. <laughs> if they do that. I will I will most likely be right on the air and being like, Look, listen, you can't you can't get rid of her. You can't get rid of her. What are you doing to my heart right now? So <laughs> and I'll be right there with you. I'll be right oh. there with you. Oh, man. As I told you before, we will have Melody on our show uh, very, very soon to celebrate the 35th. So we are looking right now into having her on uh, soon. As soon as I get the air date, uh, that's when that's going to come into play. I will let everybody know on Twitter to make sure you guys stay tuned for that. But... Okay, I, I pre- well, uh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I appreciate you taking the time to call in and, you, you know, showing some love for our girl here because there is no other like Melody Thomas Scott. No. And you know what? Like, honestly, you know me. You think I was going to pass up an opportunity like this? Come on now. <laughs> no, Come not on. at all. Of course not. Not at all. That's why like, I was like, you know she's going to call in. You know she's going to. But, <laughs> but you know um, thank you, thank you for taking my call. Um, I will let you go so other people can uh, talk. But thank you very much. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> oh man, what a what a rush of euphoria! I kept it down to thirty minutes, and I, I wanted to keep it short. Simple and sweet. We wanted to get her in, and we wanted to get Pam in here because, again, she is one of the biggest advocates and supporters of, of Melody Thomas Scott and, and of Nikki. So I definitely wanted to make sure that she was part of the show tonight. So thank you very much for calling in, and thank you very much for listening. As I said before, Melody will be on our show again. I want you guys to make sure you stay tuned for that information when it becomes available. But thank you guys again for taking the time out to listen listen to me ramble all about all things YNR Melody. I, I, you, know, I, you know, it's one of those things where it's close to my heart where even when you mentioned about how 
she was let go at that time and we fought to get her back. Yeah, I was I was a strong advocate for that and I, I really that really that really would have made me change the channel, but I I, I I I you know you never wanna say that. You never wanna say that you are watching specifically because of this one character. You don't wanna say that. But I, I think it was one of those things for me because I've been a huge fan of hers for so many years to to think of Genoa City and the Young and Restless without Nikki Reed, it just doesn't seem correct in 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 its regard. You know, it it was also one of those things where I felt like that with with Jeannie Cooper and, and Kate Chancellor, who I still miss to this day. You can't think of Genoa City and YNR without Catherine Chancellor, and you know it it and it's still hard because you know she's not here with us. She's not here with us, and. She's been a part of our lives for so many years. People have been watching since day one. She's been a part of their lives for 40 years. And you never want to you never want to say goodbye. You never want to you never want to have that moment or have that person be gone from your life, be gone from that existence. You don't want to sit here and be like you know you're watching the show and it's not the same because this person's not here anymore. You don't want to say that. You don't want to say that, but yeah, it, it, it's still it's still one of those things where you, you're sitting there going like, you know, I wish Kay was here, I wish Jeannie was here, because what would happen in this scene, or what would happen with this character if she was involved with this person at this point, you know, you you you, and I say that about with with Nikki and Melody, like if she were gone, how would this affect the scene differently, or, or how would this affect the scene? differently you know it's just it's just one of those things but i'm so glad she's still here i'm so glad she's able to still be a part of y&i for many more years to come and 35 years baby 35 years congratulations on that here's to you melody thomas started on the show in 1979 first aired on february 27th of that year and has been a part of Genoa City and YNR ever since on CBS Daytime. Much love to you, and we're looking forward to many, many more years of Nikki Reed and Melody Thomas. Scott. But that's it for me for right now. I'm Navel J. Lee, making sure you keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio by simply logging on to our website at www.buzzworthyradiocast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Buzzworthy Radio and liking us on our Facebook page. And make sure you guys give a follow to Melody Thomas Scott on Facebook. You can find her on Facebook. Give her a like on her page. As well as on Twitter, she's at Melody Thomas SCO. So do that now for me, guys. You won't regret it. But thanks for listening. I'll see you guys later on. Take care. From Twitter to iHeartRadio, Buzzworthy is everywhere everywhere miss the show log on to buzzworthyradiocast.com for past shows and videos of some of your favorite stars stay connected to buzzworthy radio